NFA fam. What is going on? Thank you for joining us tonight. Prop Talk is back. Here's my boy Tom Course. I'm going to give you guys some quarterback totals to bet on for the 2022 season. The season is almost upon us. So if any of these tickle your fancy, make sure you get them in before the season starts. We are going to have some more shows coming out, running back and some receiver props as well. So keep your eyes peeled on those. Thomas, the floor is yours, my friend. Good to be back with you. Hit the folks with your first quarterback prop season total that you're taking for 2022. Good to see you, buddy. First off, excited to get back to some prop talk here. We're going to have a lot of stuff coming up every week. Excited. First thing I'm going to talk about is uh, Jalen Hurts over 22 and a half touchdowns. How different things are a year later. Last year, I was ready to jump off a damn cliff, and all of a sudden, I'm taking an Eagles quarterback to hit an over on something. He had 16 touchdown passes last year. After Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard, he had nothing last year. Quez Watkins every now and again flashed. But they clearly addressed that on draft day. And if you were with us, you saw how berserk I went when they drafted A.J. Brown. That does so much more for the Eagles passing offense than it does for, like, fantasy football. So getting A.J. allows Devonta to not be the focus. It's going to open things up for him. It's going to open things up for Dallas Goddard. Jalen Hurts had no idea how to use the middle of the field last year. He only had 141 pass attempts in the middle of the field on 432 attempts. 32%. 32%. For perspective, Justin Herbert threw in the middle of the field almost 40% of the time. Ryan Tannehill used the middle of the field 54% of the time last year. That is the A.J. Brown effect right there. So that's going to trickle down to Dallas Goddard as well. See him go up the seam. He also doesn't have the best arm strength, so using the middle of the field is going to be huge for him, not having a throw like deep outs 15, 20 yards down the field. And let's not forget that the Eagles are trying to figure out if he can be the QB of the future. They want to throw the ball. If he, if he can't do it, they're going to find somebody who can. They have two first-round picks next year, thanks to the Saints making that asinine trade. Uh, so as long as health permits, I feel like this is an absolute slam dunk. The 22-and-a-half number, I feel, is low basically because he hasn't done it before. So this is one of those areas where I feel like Vegas hasn't necessarily caught up. Um, The over-unders this year are really good, though. They're close. This year was tough, tough. much tougher than I thought. Uh, This one popped out to me uh, actually, you know, I think a month and a half ago ago or so, and it's looked better since. So 22-and-a-half, Jalen Hurts over. That's sitting at minus 115 on DraftKings. Go get it. Like you were saying, though, there a lot of these player totals are, are pretty tough. This first one, like I don't not like in love with, but I, I do like the over on it. That is Dak Prescott over four thousand three hundred fifty and a half passing yards, which you know obviously that is a that is a hefty number. But he has gone over this in his last two healthy seasons. Had forty four hundred yards last year, and then in, what was it 2020, 2019? 4,900 yards. So obviously the year that he wasn't injured in between those two years, he was ninth and sixth in just total pass attempts in those years. Last year, the Cowboys were 11th in passing rate. So it's not like he was, you know, just dropping back in a certain amount of times. I know that, you know, people are a little scared off of this total with how relatively thin this receiver group is. But if you look at last year, CeeDee Lamb was the only receiver to go over 1,000 yards. Amari Cooper and Gallup were banged up. 
throughout the year. So it's not like he had a, a full complement of weapons. You know, Cedric Wilson was a you know a fantasy waiver wire, you know, DFS kind of guy that we were happy with. We were excited to play because he was popping off, you know, some some big plays. So I, I think with this year, you know, Lamb takes another step forward. I think Schultz steps up basically into that two spot. There's been talk about Jalen Tolbert looking good. And apparently now Tony Pollard is working with one of the Cowboys offensive assistants and working on developing uh, a role as a slot receiver. So I think they're going to have enough weapons around him for him to hit this last year. I think they were first in yards and first in points. I want to say they were definitely top three in both. I think that continues. We saw this defense was Jekyll and Hyde. Sometimes they were shutting guys down. Other times they were just getting run all over. So I think there's going to be enough around here for Dak to hit that over at 43.50 and a half. Yeah, and the, and the thing with – I think we all have to remember we added the extra game. So that number seems hefty in 16 games. We have to change that line of thinking a little bit. With that 17th game, it's it's not quite as bad. It, it pushes that that average – uh, per game down. So I think he plays, you know, all 17 games. I, I think he gets that. He might be able to get that in 16 games as well. Uh, the weapons, listen, CD Lamb might have 1,600 yards himself. It's going to trickle down to Schultz. They're going to use the middle of the field, the outside. They got Tolbert for a reason as far as being a deep threat. They're going to push the ball down the field. It's Mike McCarthy offense. So, yeah, that, that's another one I, th- I can really see hitting. What you got next? All right, so – I'm going to go uh, Daniel Jones here. So it's 3,699 and a half yards on bet MGM. Uh, it is now 3550 on DK. You could not bet the under on DraftKings this week. They had different over bets for him, and that's it. He is that shitty. He's that bad. <laughs> under, 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 under. Uh, this is another thing. If you're going to take unders, shop around. Look at MGM. Shop around at in general. Right. That's what I'm saying. Unders, overs, anything. Player props. Shop around. That's a that's a big thing. So DK, FanDuel, BetMGM, whatever your states allow. Shop around. Because you see, it's 149 yards of a, of a difference. But anyway, he is uh, he's pretty shitty. His, off- his offensive weapons are either broken themselves or gadget players. The offensive line seems to be better, so maybe he has some extra time to make horrible throws, but they're still going to be pretty <laughs> shitty. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this this new Brian Dable regime holds absolutely. You know, they don't they don't owe him anything. They don't necessarily need him to be successful. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. I don't think he plays more than fifteen games, either due to injury or getting ben- benched for just pure shittiness. The only thing he might be able to hit the over in is on rushing yards, but he'll probably fall just short of that in his final act Literally. of disappointment as a Giants quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, just thank you, Gettleman, for making that horrendous draft pick and the Giants basically just – they were nothing for the last couple of years. So I, I appreciate that. Daniel Jones, under, he's bad. Sucks. Yeah, I think whatever you're, whatever you're looking at unders too, because I almost went with Baker Mayfield's under. Yeah, like I definitely think he's better than Darnold, but I could also see a scenario where maybe he struggles a little bit. That coach is on the hot seat. That's why they've been trying to go out and get guys like Deshaun Watson for the past two years. They're trying to get that big quarterback to come in. I think if Baker struggles, we could see one of these like back and forth type of things where you know Darnold comes in for a game or two, and that just completely 
wipes it. So I, I did think about bringing up Baker's under, but like you were saying, is I don't think it's crazy that we see Tyrod Taylor start a handful of games. I I no, really don't. So that, that, those are the kind of things to look at. And then you know, um, you know, again specifically for unders, just the, the depth chart and things that are going on around them. You scare me when you because we didn't talk about what we were doing beforehand. So when I when you said Daniel Jones. And normally we always just talk over. It's just it's just how we roll. Right. Where it's always going over. So when you said Daniel Jones, my my sphincter tightened up. Well, I mean that's the same thing that Daniel Jones does right before he attempts a pass. So that's perfectly fine. It, it clenches right up, and then he throws a little bit shorter to the outside. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> anyway, let's move yeah. on to something a, a little happier. Something that makes me happy this year is the Minnesota Vikings offense. So let's talk Kirk Cousins over 4,200 and a half passing yards. And I'm glad you brought up the, the the shopping around. I think on FanDuel, this is like 4150. So you definitely want to you definitely want to shop around if you know if you use some different sports books, find some softer lines. You can get this at 41. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's 4150 on FanDuel. But either way, 4,200 and a half. I'm taking the over there. He's hit this in three of his last four seasons, and that's been under a medieval offense ran by someone who gets chubbed up at the thought of never throwing the football. This offense is going to be passing more, more three wide receiver sets, just running more plays in general. We know Jefferson's a stud. Thielen should be coming back healthy. K.J. Osborne's a solid three. We have Irv Smith, you know, healthy. I know he's out right now, but he should be ready for week one. And they're planning on using Devin Cook more as a receiver as well. So really like the upside for this offense in 2022. And yes, Kirk, I do like that. Oh, I like that ending. I'm not even going to ruin it with something that I try to make witty, but not, uh, not good. So uh, I'm going to pick something that we actually both agree on. I believe we, we kind of went through names briefly and we're like, Oh, we both have this guy, but you know what? That should be your vote of confidence for this one to a over, 3850 passing yard that's sitting at minus 110. Tua got himself some nice toys this offseason. That Tyreek effect will be real. Uh, the speed on that team is absolutely lethal. I'm stoked to see Tua throw a 15 year old yard uh, deep ball to somebody. Um, if you've been paying attention this offseason, Tua cannot throw deep unless he can, uh, which he can because we've seen him hit Tyreek and Waddle deep in practices. I know we're only talking about practice. But the arm strength is good enough. Uh, it's not Mahomes, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, he's also pretty damn effective at being an efficient passer. So they're going to throw the ball plenty. He's going to move the ball down the field. He's also got himself a fun offensive coach for the first time in Mike McDaniel. I'm really excited to see that offense just get rolling. They didn't go out and get Tyreek for nothing. Same thing with Waddle last year. When we saw Waddle, we thought it was going to be, you know, some deep throws and whatnot, and they used him short, and a lot of us thought he was mismanaged. Uh, but you know what? They're moving the ball down the field. I think this year Waddle is a little bit more unlocked as well because you can't just what, – what are you going to do? I, one of those guys is going to be going deep. If you have them both on the opposite sides of the field, you're going to have to be playing like <laughs> – it doesn't matter. The cushion's going to be there. It's just going to be fun to watch. He's going to hit deep throws, and if he doesn't, we've seen Tyreek on crossers. We've seen Waddle on crossers. The yards after the catch is going to be there. So this is just going to be a fun offense to watch overall. I think, too, is going to be basically a point guard facilitating, so to speak, 
and it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I I completely agree on on everything that, that you said. Even if even if he can't hit, you know the the fifty yard Pat Mahomes kind of throws. We know that, you know, especially if you watch the 49ers offense last year, a lot of that offense was predicated on Yak and getting yards yep. after the catch. So he doesn't have to throw 50, 60, 70 yard bombs. You know what I mean? Like he can still throw it 20 yards down the field and then those two can can do the rest. So we do appreciate you guys listening. Please jump into the discord. I will say when these lines first came out, something that stood out to me was Aaron Rodgers touchdown total. I was like, guys, go go hit the under. It opened up at like 33 and a half or something like that. That line has already dropped down to like 31 and a half, which two, a two-touchdown swing is, uh, is is pretty big when it comes to these props. So we're talking props. We're talking dynasty, redraft, DFS, all that. The link will be in the description. Please feel free to join, and we'll catch you next time.